And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. The American Broadcasting Company presents I Love Adventure. Incident number eight, The Man with the Third Green Eye, a new Carlton E. Morse production featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie. Four o'clock in the afternoon in the A-1 Detective Agency just off Hollywood Boulevard. The cutest secretary in Hollywood, Mary Kay Jones was down at the corner drugstore having a coke. Doc was still out on the firebug case, and Reggie was someplace around. Jack alone was in the office when a well-dressed man came in, laid credentials on his desk, and made the following proposition. I'm representing a certain branch of the Federation of Free Nations, which will pay you $1,000 now and 4000 more later if you will undertake the job of recovering a stolen four-cent centennial stamp. Federation of Free Nations... Uh, didn't you do some work for a group of uh, 21 old men at 10 Gramercy Park, London? What about it? You didn't know they were an arm of the Federation of Free Nations? 21 old men sent you out here to Hollywood to see me? No. But if you will cooperate, you'll be doing an important job for them. Well, let's hear more. About my connection with the 21 old men? No, about this four-cent stamp. Well, on the back of the stamp is a map showing the location of a priceless outcropping of Conatec, or of uranium, somewhere in the Philippines. The man who found the ore and drew the map has been murdered. The stamp, which had been put on a letter directed to the Federation's Department of Science, has vanished. If the map on the back of the stamp falls into the hands of the wrong people... We can forget about peace, security, international harmony. Uh, personally, I'm taking myself and my family to the high hills before civilization blows up. Oh, that important, huh? That important. Why do you come to me if the 21 old men didn't send you? I have two clues. One of which concerns you. Oh? The first bit of information says the stamp is right now someplace on the Pacific coast. It'll be offered for sale in San Francisco. Oh, how so? Well, that's not definite. Uh, right away, we think. The stamp seems to be in possession of someone identified only as the man with the third green eye. Well, it shouldn't be hard to pick up the trail of a three-eyed man. Anything else? You ever see a man with three eyes? No. Do you ever hear of a man with three eyes? No. <laughs> Neither have I. You think it's a gag? Mm, I don't know. Hmm. What else you got? Uh, one thing more. I received a phone call early today. The voice said he had some important uh, information that I could use, but he didn't trust me. Yeah? He said if I put you and either Mr. York or Mr. Long on the case and give you $500 to be paid to him aboard the lock out of Los Angeles tonight, he'd come out with the information. I see. Here's the $500 for him and... Here's a $1,000 down payment for you. Check. 
We'll be on the lark headed for San Francisco. My favorite city, San Francisco. Say, Jack, where is that belly compartment of ours, anyway? Must be in one of these cars, Reggie. We'd have had plenty of time to find it before the train pulled out of Los Angeles if you hadn't been so late. I know, Jack, but she looks so beautiful. That isn't just that bad ruddy veil off her face. Yeah, they usually do. Maybe this car coming up is the one. Hmm. Right, huh? This is our car, isn't it? You have the tickets. This is it, all right. Compartment nine, eight. Here's ours, seven. Well, hello. Hello, we have company. And a good deal of it, too. <laughs> come in, gentlemen, come in. <laughs> My bulk is considerable, I admit, but there is still room for all of us. <laughs> hey, uh, this is a private compartment, mister, or didn't you know? Oh, yes. Yes, I was quite aware of that, uh, Mr. Packard. Say, Jack, your identification must be showing. Uh, allow me to explain, gentlemen. Uh, my name is Dimitro Torres, but that is not important. Uh, what is important, Torres? The fact, Mr. Packard, that I am a um, philatelist. I say, bloody old stamp collector. <laughs> Precisely, Mr. York. <laughs> a ruddy old stamp collector. <laughs> So you see, gentlemen, our interests are the same. Then you're the chap we were to meet. All right, save it, Reggie. He can tell us who he is. No, quite. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> no harm done, Mr. York. Uh, my identification is of minor import. Uh, the reason for my being here is, of course, the four-cent centennial stamp and the man with the third green eye. Yeah, just what and who is he, Taurus? Yeah, uh, then you do not know, Mr. Park. Would I ask you if I did? <laughs> it would be concerning. Conceivable, sir, if you still had doubts as to my identity. Well, don't be shocked, Taurus, but I have. <laughs> Mr. Packard, <laughs> you delight me, sir, delight me. It's refreshing to meet one with such candor. You know, you're having a great deal of difficulty getting around that bush you're beating. Yeah, but I had no intention of getting around, Mr. York. At least not at this uh, first meeting. I uh, have here in my inside pocket a little... All right, hold it, Taurus. <laughs> you know, Mr. Packard, uh, that looks suspiciously like a gun you have in your hand. Yeah, doesn't it? Reggie. Yes, sir. Speaking of guns, you better reach inside our fat friend's coat and get the one he was about to pull. Right up. Hope you're not ticklish, old boy. I... What's the matter? I'm sorry to disappoint you, Jack, but no arsenal... No gun? Not even a cap pistol. Mr. Turos was either going to merely scratch himself or was reaching for this card case. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that is precisely what I was after. Uh, please help yourself to one of my cards. Take one, Reggie, and give him back the case. Right up. Here you are. Uh, thank you, sir. I trust you will visit me one day soon at my home in San Francisco. Uh... <laughs> oh. Must you go? I'm afraid so. Thank you again, gentlemen, for a very interesting evening. <laughs> I am certain our next one will be equally so. <laughs> Good day. Good day. How about that? Well, sir, what do you think his purpose was? Why make such an abrupt departure? That was an expensive suit he was wearing. 
bloodstains are hard to remove. Oh, I see. Now, you wouldn't really have shot him. He knew that. It was the blood seeping out from under that seat that bothered him. From under... Job, you're right. Blood. There's luggage space under that seat, Reggie. Let's take a look. I say. Ah, that's what I thought. Poor Biggers crumpled up like a blinking pretzel. Wasn't a very sporting duffer who did him in. Knife in the back. Who do you suppose it is? The man we were expecting to meet. What, the green-eyed chap? No, look at that tattoo on his forearm. What? Say, Jack, it's a replica of a four-cent stamp. A four-cent centennial stamp tattooed on his forearm. And he was our contact and not Turo's. We let the fat boy go. Don't worry, he can't get off the train. But this means whoever we're after in San Francisco is on to us. We can't let anything hold us up now or that stamp will be gone. May we come in, gentlemen? Hello, what's this? Jeff, looks like a blimmin' train robbery. That's not quite correct. I'm Lieutenant Hudson of the state police. The two men in the corridor with their weapons drawn are my deputies. Don't attempt any resistance, please. I wouldn't think of it, Lieutenant, but what's your interest in us? The corpse under that seat makes my answer superfluous. I'm placing you both under arrest for murder. Raise your hands, please. Oh, come now, that's a bit thick, old boy. Raise your hands, please. Oh, but look here. All right, raise them, Reggie. But, Jack... Don't argue with a gun shoved in your teeth. It's easier to give a man enough rope to pull, and he won't hang himself. All right, Jack, but you've got to twist it a bit, haven't you? It's not pulling a rope, it... Oh, quite. You mean like this one right here? That's emergency court, you fool. Don't pull it, don't pull it. Ah, Good work, Reggie. I'll lock out the other... Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> that lieutenant banged his head. He's knocked out. Good. Let's hope he stays that way. Yeah. You know, emergency courts are wonderful things at times. We haven't got time to fool around with a murder charge now. Then might I advise leaving hurriedly via the windows? The lieutenant's men are still out in the corridor, you know. To the beggars. You'd almost think they were upset about something. Okay, Reggie. Let's go. Right up. <clears throat> Imagine all this trouble for a four-cent stamp. Ah, lovely city, San Francisco. Despite the trouble we had getting here. But I must confess I don't feel a drop closer to that stamp. More the blighter with the extraneous green orb. That's why we're paying a little visit to our fat friend, Taurus. He's the only lead we got. Mm. Uh, this the address? Yeah, it looks like it. There you are. Keep the change. Thanks a lot, pal. Mm, give it a thought. Let's see. Now, plump partridge does himself well in living abodes. Looks like a miniature Taj Mahal. Being a stamp collector seems to pay off, huh? Mm. Let's ask him how he does it. again. Hmm. Sorry, Jack. He's either extremely bashful or not at home. Now what? Well, we still go in. Uh-oh, we bought our skeleton keys, did we? Yeah. Standard A-1 detective agency equipment. Mm-hmm. One of these should do it. Oh, wonderful invention, keys. Not nearly as messy as a crowbar. Huh? Now where? Looks like a den or a library there on the right. Let's try it. Joe, the place is darker than Lieutenant Hudson's heart. Could be a lamp somewhere. Yeah, here's one. I see. Bit of all right. Egyptian palace sort of thing. Didn't know San Francisco sported a mansion like this. Here in that painting over there. Well. Yeah, he looked like the type who'd go in for dancing girls. <laughs> With one like that around, who wouldn't? 
Well, say, you don't suppose the original would be around anywhere on the place? Uh, let's concentrate on stamps right now, Reggie. Mm. Starting with that desk. Looks like an album on it. Yeah, what an album. Tooled Moroccan leather inlaid with gems. You'd hardly think these colored bits of paper inside were worth that kind of setting. There's one four-cent stamp I can think of. It's worth a few million. It would... Hold it, Reggie. Look at that page. Say nothing on it but four-cent stamps. But you don't suppose that... Let's check them carefully, Reggie. You never can tell. Well, Jack, we'll check them carefully. Never fear. Watch the, the backs. That's where the maps are supposed to be. Say, I can't... Can't see the belly things too, too clearly. Hey, what's wrong, Reggie? You're you're weaving on your feet. Get a, get a heavy eyed, sleepier. Look, look at the lamp. Smoke, smoke's coming up from it. Reggie, Reggie, we gotta get out of here. We're being, we're being drugged. Sure, sure, Jack. We'll get out. All right. We'll get. Oh. Reggie, get up, Reggie, get up. That lamp, drugs coming from the lamp. Got to, got to turn it out. Turn it out. Oh, Mr. Packard. You are regaining consciousness at last. Yeah, yeah. It looks as though... Hey, wait a minute. Who are you? My name is Erdre. Does it mean anything to you? Erdre? No, but your face does. That picture on the wall, the dancing girl. <laughs> I am flattered that you recognize me, senor. It wasn't too tough. Reggie, where is he? Still sleeping comfortably in the cabin next to this one. So we are aboard ship. Yes. The Abdullah Bay... Anchored well out in San Francisco Harbor. How about that? Uh, you mind briefing me on the fast switch of locale? The answer is simple. You were drugged by a form of hashish that was spread on the bulb of that lamp. So that's it. When the lamp was turned on, the heat activated the drug and we went out cold under its fumes. When you were unconscious, I had you removed and brought here to my husband's yacht. Husband? You have already met him. The Metro Todos. But you're a Spanish girl. Tourists is... You know, you don't make much sense, baby. How about a few answers to why? Is it so difficult to fathom, senor? We are all after the same thing. The fourth penny stamp. Yeah, but something about all this doesn't gel. Are you working with your husband or against him? The Metro is a pig. Does that answer you? It gives me a general idea, yeah. Then I will give you some particular ones. On the San Francisco waterfront, near the Embarcadero, is a nightclub called the Rusty Sword. Uh Uh-oh. You have heard of it. Once, it was called the Curved Sword of Heaven. Now it's the Rusty Sword. Yeah, I know it. A real dive in the worst sense of the word. That is right. I know. I dance there. For a guy who can afford his own yacht, Demetrius got funny ideas about his wife's occupation. He has many funny ideas. But what I wish to tell you is this. Tonight, in the Rusty Sword, you may find the man with the third green eye. You're being pretty generous with information. Again, I'm asking why. I am giving you an opportunity to get that stamp. In return, 
I ask only your word that if you succeed, you will come back here to the yacht with it. So I may be certain that it has not fallen into the metro's hands. You know, Edra, that sounds like a setup for a great big juicy double cross. You're quite right. It could be one. Then why should I go for it? I have heard that there are two men wanted for a murder committed aboard the night train from Los Angeles. A certain Lieutenant Hudson might be interested as to their presence, whereabouts? Yeah, come to think of it, he might be. Well, Senor Packard, would you care to borrow a speedboat? You better keep the riding lights burning tonight, Edra. You may have visitors with a four-cent stamp. If that isn't just my blasted luck, I mean to say I didn't even get a single gander at the beauteous damsel. Now don't feel too bad about it, Reggie. I got a hunch you might see her later, maybe dancing at the rusty sword. Now you realize, of course, that all this might turn out to be a deliciously baited trap. Could be. But just be a good fellow, will you? Mean what, Reggie? Well, at least be decent enough to introduce me to the fair lady before we get our throats cut. Say, Jack, looks as though every cutthroat in the four corners of the globe's here tonight. A few high-class ones, too. I've been watching them trickle through that rear door behind stage. What do you suppose goes on back there? Well, if something doesn't break pretty soon, we'll wander back and have a look. Huh? Colorful. Bit of dress and decoration right out of Arabian Nights. Uh, pardon, Effendiz, your order. For you, our best coffee. Black, thick, and hot. And for you, Effendi, Khalid. Milk. Pure and sweet from the cow. Well, congratulations, old chap. Getting that milk must have been a minor miracle in this place. What do we owe you? Nothing, Effendi. It is with the compliments of the management. Ah, that's mighty nice of them. Who arranged that? The proprietor, Effendi. Abdul Hafiz Ben. That is he standing over there, near the stage door. Well, we'll have to thank him. We... Oh, say, Jack. Oh, yeah. Here, waiter. Thank you, Effendi. May the blessings of Allah descend upon you, even unto the tenth generation. Jack, that Havis Ben bloke. Do you see what I see? You mean that brilliant green emerald in his turban? Well, it must be 50 carats. Look where that stone is, sitting almost in the center of his forehead. Yeah, a guy with an extra drink or two under his belt might almost think it was a third green eye. <laughs> Your surmise is quite correct, Mr. Parker. Hello there. Abdul Hafiz Ben is the man with the third green eye. Well, our friend, Dimitri Turos. Where'd you pop from, Turos? Where does it matter, sir, as long as I am here? Oh. I wasn't even wait for an invitation to sit down. It's so nice of you to allow me to join you. That napkin on the table in front of you says we didn't have much choice. <laughs> so, is that an ugly little snub-nosed gadget you have hidden beneath it? Quite. Uh, only uh, 32 caliber, Mr. York, but uh, it would be quite deadly at this distance. <laughs> well, 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 well. Well, gentlemen, shall we indulge in some friendly conversation? Uh, what's the topic tonight, Taurus? As though I didn't know. <laughs> you have a fine sense of humor, Mr. Packard. <laughs> a fine sense of humor. <laughs> you are quite right, of course. I, um, I do wish to speak of the four-penny stamp. 
we don't mind, old boy. Excellent. Uh, you realize, of course, that I want it, sir. I want it very badly. Yeah, you proved that with your knife work on the train. Yes, yeah, a matter of fact, Mr. Packard, the uh, poor fellow under the seat was already dead when I uh, entered your compartment. I said, would you mind informing Lieutenant Hudson of that? would take us off a rather awkward spot, huh? Yeah, no, 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 no. I do not think I shall bother. You see, I suddenly find myself academically uninterested in the two of you. Meaning you found the stamp? <laughs> Let us say I know where it is, Mr. Packard. And before this evening is out, I shall possess it. Well, bully for you. But why waste your time then with us? Uh-oh. Lights are going down to the stage show. Oh, yes, yes. The darkened cafe will be my cover as I remove the last obstacles in my pathway. You know, Taurus, I think you mean something nasty by that remark. <laughs> you really, sir? Uh, please allow me to clarify, then. Within 60 seconds, you shall be both dead. <laughs> sir, that's an unhappy thought. Yeah, it doesn't even give us time to catch the floor show. Hmm. By the way, how's this going to happen? You will notice, gentlemen, that the music grows louder. It will shortly reach a pitch where the sound of two shots will go entirely unnoticed. Two dead men at this table will seem to be merely two sleeping drunks. I see. Devilishly clever idea, man, Jack. Very. <laughs> Too bad we can't even enjoy this coffee. Look out, you idiots. That coffee's gone. Oh, sorry, Torres. Let me wipe it up with your napkin. That gun. I'll kill you, Packard. I'll kill you. Here, keep him propped against the table. Use this other chair. Okay, Jack. Pull Dimitro. Shoot himself while his wife dances. Well, better him than us. Okay, let's go. Where? Backstage, through that door. The way Abdul Haviz bin went with his third green eye. So we can keep our promise to Demetro Torres' new widow. Say, are we going to hide in this backstage dressing room forever? Can you see? Yeah, the two guards made up and dressed in Arab costume just admitted to Chinese and a fez-wearing Turk. So that's a half dozen we've seen enter that room the past five minutes. Looks like a belly meeting of the United Nations. That's just what it is, Reggie. Only these are international gangsters from all over the globe. What's it all about, do you suppose? I'd say Havisbin's holding an international auction sale. You mean selling that stamp to the highest bidder? Right. We've got to get in on the bidding. Well, suits me just fine. Any suggestions as to how? What's wrong with just leaving this dressing room, walking up to those guards and taking them? Joe, the direct approach. I love it. Let's go. Wait till I check the cord. All clear, Reggie. Let's move. Make it clean. No noise. You can depend on it. Good evening, sir. And a good evening to you, too, my friend. Uh, what the hell? Right over, what? Uh, nice work, Reggie. Now into the dressing room with them, quick. We'll put on their cafe costumes, borrow a bit of makeup, and two gentlemen from Araby will enter that auction. that the bidding should have started so low on such a fabulous deposit of conotites. However, the bid is in. 
Who will be the next offer for this town? Sir, Jack, they've already started. Yeah, move to the right. Those two feet apart there. What's on me? Now $300,000 have been offered. Who else wishes to enter the bidding for this town? Here's Honda Thousand. I see. These chaps mean business, all right. Yeah. Looks like there's only one chance for us. We got to win the bid. Look here, Jack. We have no authorization to buy that stamp. Even if we have the money. I know, I know. But we have to outbid them just the same. Look, you see where Hubbisman is standing? Right on the dais, right uh, in front of those drawn curtains. Check. That's where we go to pay off and collect the stamp. It's in that little box on the pedestal. Only we pay off Hubbisman with a gun butt instead of cash. <laughs> Say, Jack, keep talking. You please me no end. I'll take care of her business. You grab the stamp box. Where do we go from there? Through those closed curtains. Must be a passageway behind them. And if not, old boy. Oh, well. Why dwell on that? It is but a paltry sum to offer for great wealth and fortune. Who among you wishes to raise that figure? Why, head? Mal you in. One million dollars have been offered for the stamp. Who will be the next? Einer million, einer hundred thousand. If Neon, Malun. Hit him with my head when he comes down. It would seem that the sons of the prophet have a close appreciation of this sum's worth. Two million dollars have been bid. Who is there among you to surpass it? Jeremy, you sell me. Two million one hundred thousand. And you, oh noble chief. Come on, Jack, don't be a piker. Salazar Marguen, three million dollars. The noble son of the prophet has offered three million dollars. Who among you will surpass it? Is there anyone else with the foresight to bid? Then, gentlemen, the auction is over. Advance to the dais, oh noble chief. Here we go, Reggie. Let's make it short, sharp, and simple. You are to be congratulated, noble ones. The stamp will be yours upon payment of the agreed upon sum in American dollars. A token payment now is to be desired. Ah, thanks, Abdul Haviz Ben. And here is the payment you request. (laughs) The stamp, Richie. Got it, Jack. Then let's go. Oh, I say, there is a passageway. Well, then take it. Don't spare the horses. Robes weren't designed for speed. There's a door ahead. If we can make it. So those beggars are really nasty. I mean to say, I should return their calling card. Here. Is there a bolt on it, Jack? A honey, a bar, and a catch. Well, that should hold the beggars for a while. We're only two blocks from where we tied up the speedboat. Come on. Joe. We've got away with it. Not yet, Reggie. Oh, missed something? You're forgetting a little rendezvous aboard a yacht with a dancing girl named Erdra and the chance of a great big final luscious double cross. So, Jack Packer. You did return, as you said you would. That's right, Edra. And there's the stamp you wanted to see. The four-penny stamp with its priceless information on the back. See, it's not priceless now. It's been paid for in bloodshed. Besides that, we put a nice round figure of three million on it. Bloodshed? Did you say bloodshed? Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Packard, whose blood? The agent whose body we found under our seat on the train, for one. 
that's not who Mr. York meant. Your husband? Pimetro is dead. Oh, look here. You can assure me that my husband... We were fighting over his gun in the cafe. I don't care how. All I want to know is, is it true? It's true, all right. So, the Metro not only did not get the stamp with which to blow up the world, but he paid for his plotting with his life. You seem happy about that. Yes. I did not like the Metro for very long after I was so foolish as to marry him. But when I found out that he was plotting things more evil than the world has yet known... So you really were working against him? Not only him, but all like him. My father and my two brothers died at Tobruk, fighting on the side of three people against another gang of international gangsters. Take this stamp with its map to the Federation, to your 21 old men. Maybe it will work for happiness. Good girl. If there's anything we can do for you... Uh... Yes. There is one thing. Oh? Do not leave San Francisco too soon. Spend some time with me here on, on this yacht. Uh-oh. Picture of Reggie York retiring on tiptoe. <laughs> he is a nice one, that Senor York. You understand, Senor Packard. I would like to forget so much of my past. Help me to forget. That would be good for me. And not too bad for you, no? Not too bad at all. Ah, yes. I have helped you to recover the stamp. Now I receive my reward. Oh, you are most generous, senor. have just heard I Love Adventure, a new Carlton E. Morse production featuring Michael Rossetto as Jack Packard and Tom Collins as Reggie York. Next week, incident number nine, entitled The Girl in the Street. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.